Everybody, we are here at John Boy Media Studios after witnessing Tiafimo Lopez turn back the hands of time, the take back, the takeover. He defeats Josh Taylor uh, at Madison Square Garden. We were literally there ringside. We ran through the rain to get here. Uh, Dan Canobio, alongside who I think is Chris Algieri or the artist formerly known as Chris Algieri. What a get up. Um, awesome night. Tiafimo Lopez does the damn thing. Ronnie is here too. Brave the elements. Got a sprained ankle. Uh, what a fight! Holy shit! Tiafimo Lopez is back. No, what a fight! What a performance! Yes. I mean, Tiafimo Lopez. Uh, you say turn back the hands of time. The kid's like twenty five. It's like, <laughs> but he, tongue in cheek. He, he from two years ago. He just turned back all the fucking haters, and that's yeah. that's the most impressive thing they did tonight because no one was picking him to win this fight, myself included. I have never been so happy to be proven wrong. He went out there. He fought a brilliant fight. He was in charge immediately. I mean, <clears throat> Josh came out very strong, and Teo didn't. Teo did not waver at all. Set to his game plan. Had a very smart game plan. Set a pace that he could control everything going on, and he did. He was able to hurt T uh, Taylor. Tifimo's chin at 140 is phenomenal. Really impressed with the chin. Really, really big shots. Yep. Walked right through them, and had Taylor hesitant, gun shy not knowing what to do next. It was not only a beating, but a boxing lesson Yeah. by Tiafimo to Taylor. It was, I am utterly impressed with this kid. We have a new player at 140. And yeah, huge. I'm excited for all the big fights that can happen with Tiafimo Lopez coming forward. Just to toot my own horn, he said no one saw this coming. I picked Tiafimo Lopez in my parlay. I also had Sonny Edwards. I am rich. No, it's not about me. Would you this make $148? $148. I am rich. Damn it, everyone is getting lunch on monday um quickly before we get into uh what's next for tfimo in the fight i want to thank everyone that came out to our our pre-fight party yeah. at jack doyle's uh zilhai zhang was there dimitri bivol was there some of your friends were there veronica jeffries yes ibf world uh, female world champion it was an awesome turnout we're gonna do a lot more of that it was great to see uh, our community come out and uh be as one to take in a, a pregame and go to the fight that was an awesome awesome time Whoever didn't come, you got to get tickets for the next one because we're going to keep doing this. It was awesome. So I, I think I spoke to Paul Imanaji about it. He he wanted to come tonight. He's actually working tonight, but he said, "Oh, it's like it's like a uh, it's like a boxing tailgate mm -hmm. party." And I said, "Yes, that's exactly what it is." Yep. And we've never had that. So we're creating events leading up to fights and around fights. Boxing need, needs that to be treated like another sport. So I mean, every other sport has these events. Now yeah. now we do too. Tiafimo Lopez gets the win. He outlands Josh Taylor, 158-82. to 82. I personally had it yeah. nine rounds to three, maybe even ten rounds to two. I think the first round was the closest uh, uh, round of the fight. Actually, Taylor outlanded Lopez in there in that one in the second round. But then after that, it was all Tiafimo. I was impressed with Tiafimo's chin. I was impressed with his composure. Mm -hmm. And to be impressed with the words Tiafimo and composure next to each other – or something that was not happening for this kid in the last couple of months. We know everything that's going on in his personal life. We saw that ESPN um, segment with Kriegel that was downright disturbing. The stuff with him and his dad talking about how he wanted to die. Talking about how he wanted to kill Josh Taylor. A lot of chaos swirling around his camp. But tonight, he was composed. Tonight, he had a game plan. He executed it. He was just faster. He fought on the inside. He fought from the outside. He had, like I said, with the great chin. He put together a complete performance, something that many didn't think he could do, to beat 
arguably, people are telling me for the last week or two that Josh Taylor is the best 140-pounder. Now you have a discussion of Teofimo Lopez up there with Progre, uh, Subriel Matias, and some of the other guys. He established himself. It's good for boxing, good for Teofimo Lopez, just like that. Boom. As quickly as it can all go away, like we saw with Cambosos, right back into the driver's seat, and this guy's a player at 140, and he's only 24, 25 years old. You said the keyword chaos. This kid thrives in chaos. I've worked fight weeks with, with Teofimo Lopez with top rank in, in Las Vegas leading up to the Lomachenko fight and multiple other fights as well. I mean, he's so up and down fight week. He says all these crazy things. He's almost manic in terms of how he is dealing with the pressures of fight week because fight week pressures are insane. But the kid dials it in, and he pulls out a performance like he did tonight, similar to how he was with Lomachenko. He was disciplined for 12 rounds against Lomachenko. He was disciplined for 12 rounds tonight, in which case, I, I had said that. He needs to be disciplined for 12 rounds in order to win this fight, and he 100% did that. He was just a better fighter in every way. You said Crazy. he was faster. No, he had a better game plan. He outfought him. He outpunched him. He was smoother. He was slicker. Uh, he was smarter. He was more dominant. He was more aggressive. He was every, every aspect. He was ahead of Josh Taylor tonight, and that is super impressive because – like you said, Josh Taylor, a lot of people thought was the best 140-pounder in the world. I think it was arguable, like, it was like a 1A, 1B, him and Progre. Like, Progre had fought more recently. He I had... didn't think so. I thought Taylor was way ahead because I, th I, th I, th I know a lot of people thought the fight was really, really close. I didn't. I thought Taylor out-muscled, out out-bullied the bully. In terms of the fact that, that Taylor just hadn't fought in 16 yeah, months, yeah. had the Catterall uh, performance, Progre uh, put together some wins, so it was back and forth between who was number one at 140. Hey, but wins against who? Progre hasn't really fought anybody recently. Who he, he beat Pedraza, or excuse me, who did he beat to win the title? Why am I? It's it's late. He beat uh, your, your guy at 140 that you sparred all the time. Whatever. Oh, Zepeda. Zepeda. Yeah, but I mean, Zepeda's long in the tooth. Uh, I don't think he was ever the same after the Baranchek fight. You know, like, you know, he had that 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 first round knockout of mm -hmm. Josue, but then Josue got knocked out by Dakota Linger. All right. His point next fight. point being is is at the top it was Taylor and Progre. And I think Progress right now is, is the guy at 140. I want to see T.O. and T.O. Progress. That's that, what I want to talk about. I said that in round six. I was yeah. like, I want to see him. It's funny, man. We're sitting there ringside, and we're like. like I, I, I knew the fight was over. Right. Like first six. six. That's crazy to sit next to you for a live fight. I love that. And we're sitting there like, wow, okay, Taylor's coming out aggressive round one. Okay, well, shit. Tio was landing some counters. Yeah. Oh, Tio's taking over. Third, fourth round. Fifth round. Tio's landing a lot of shots. By the sixth round, me and Chris are like, all right, so who's next for Tio Lopez? <laughs> like, we're looking at Haney. Look we're looking at Progre. We're looking at Subaru Matias. We're looking at maybe a fight with Tank. Obviously, that's pretty far-fetched, but that's how fast it changes in boxing, and that's how one-sided the fight was starting to look, especially ringside. Um, so let's talk about what's next for, for, for Tio Lopez. Um, obviously, I don't know his deal with, with top rank. I... Pretty sure he's still with them. He could say otherwise, but I'm quite certain that he's still with top rank. So at 140, Devin Haney is a free agent. But he, as we know, he wants to explore all his options. Devin Haney's options are Regis Prograde matchroom, um, staying at 135 and fighting um, Lomachenko, a rematch. That's probably unlikely. Staying at 135 and fighting Shakur, moving up to 140 and exploring there. If he wants to move up to 140 and stay within the, the top rank family, a Haney Tiafimo fight is right there for the making. These two have a history. They do not like each other. They were supposed to fight at 135. Bring me Haney, Lomachenko, ESPN pay-per-view either late this year or early next year. I have a feeling everyone's going to stay in-house, at least for the next fight. What does that in-house mean? 
So if Teo stays at top rank, he's going to get like a Barbosa. Finally, for him, for Barbosa's sake. Right. Is Barbosa still with top rank? I'm, I'm, I, I have a hard time keeping up with all this stuff. But. Yeah, I mean, me too. I, as far as I know, maybe not. But I, I could see that fight. I could see that fight happening because Barbosa's been harping on it for a long time. Tiafimo could use a fight, a, little, a step down from having a mega fight the way he had just now. And I think Haney's going to not jump right into a massive fight at 40. I think that we're looking at the winner of Love and Hitchens. Hitchinson? Yeah, but that means that Haney's going to match room. I, uh, yeah, I mean, if he stays, that's what I mean. If if if, if everything is going the way it's gonna looks like it's gonna go, then if they everybody stays in house, that makes sense. Um, listen, w- I know you are Dan the optimist, and you always like want the best fights, and you want Haney to fight for right next. So right, like, I'm looking for the biggest fights. I yeah, mean, that's what we all want. I mean, yeah. boxing's giving us big fights, you know, month after month. So I think it's good for us to dream big. Yeah, dream big, but great. But there's marination processes that have to happen, especially with these these promoters involved that want to try and get the most money out of these guys. And, and listen, the fight fighters deserve, deserve the most money as well. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. The the map has changed so much. 140, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting division. There's a wild, lot of movement. Wild. It's like Taylor has now lost his belt. So he's, he's, his belt, he's out of the picture at least for, one for the belt. time. One belt. He got stripped of all the others. Right. Um, Progre has WBC. Subaru Matias has one of the other belts. So that leaves, you take a look around the, at the other, some of the other fighters. Yeah. Uh, I got Jose Ramirez, who's still lingering. I can see uh, TFMO staying at, one, at 140, maybe fighting Jose Ramirez. Uh, Jack Catterall has signed with uh, Matchroom. Uh, Arnold Barbosa. There's Jose Cepeda. There's Gary Antoine Russell. Like these aren't like those aren't attractive names. Like no offense to those guys. Like Tiafimo should seize on this, and that's why. Like I know that Top Rank is going to sit down with Haney and say, "Listen, this is what we can offer you." Bob uh, Aram already told us last week we can offer you a Lomachenko rematch. We can offer you a fight at 140 with Tiafimo Lopez, who now is a world title holder. Yes. Or we can try to f- offer you a fight at 135 with Shakur. If you were Devin Haney, what would you do? I, I, if I'm Devin Haney, I don't think I have the ability to stay at 35. If, if I'm Devin Haney, if I can make 35, I'm fighting Loma again. Because I think I beat him this time. I don't think that's going to happen. Though. I don't think so either. So that's probably the least possible thing that's going to happen. I think that he's going to move up, and I think he's going to – Look for to. I think he's gonna look to have like a get your feet kind of wet kind of fight at 140. Um, you know, with one of those guys, like I said, like the Love Hitchens winner, right. or like or, you know whatever. Um, but I, th- I feel like for Lopez getting the Barbosa fight, who's got a sterling record, with the kids like 28 no. You know, like if you're gonna fight a step down fight, at least the guy at least 28 no with 10 knockouts. Yeah, at least the guy has to have a good record, and the guy's career good record. Like I'm not opposed to that. I think that's like the ideal plan, or I think that's like the most logical plan. Like Tiafimo, he's gonna sit out for a little. bit. That was a grueling fight. He took a lot of punishment. Um, Hard training. Yeah, training camps, chaos in his life. He said after the fight that my biggest battle next is in the court because I want to get my son back. Oof. Which is I, I, that's, a, that's a tougher fight than the fight <laughs> he had tonight. A very heavy statement there from Tiafimo. So let's say he comes back at the end of the year and okay, he gets a defense of his title. Uh, we figure out what Haney is going to do. Uh, you figure out what some of the guys at 135 want to do. Um, Matias is with I don't know who Matias is with. Like I think he's a free agent. He's like, a dangerous guy. Like no one wants to fight that guy because he's I the old program Matias. I think that's a that's fire firefight. The thing with Matias is like the old Golovkin thing, or like the guy. It's like it's it's low reward, high risk. Yeah. Like it's 
He's a great fighter, but he has zero profile. Subriel Matias. Uh, Jose but Ramirez. He also, he also got beat by like a total rando. Like, and he revenged it, but yeah. But, but still. Right, I know. But he's still impressive. He's got 19 knockouts, 19 wins. Jose Ramirez is in, is intriguing. I'm pretty sure Jose he's still Ramirez a top is rank. A bad dude. Jose Ramirez versus Tio Fimo, like that's a fun fight. That's a fun fight. I think Tio is head and shoulders in a lot of areas. Yeah. But Ramirez, his doggedness, his 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 he's very technical for for a guy who he looks like kind of like a tall Mexican, but like mm-hmm. he's very technically sound. He's one of those guys like he's going to do everything right all the time. Right. Tio's one of those guys who beats guys like that because he's so fluid and picks his spots. Dude, we talk about his his, his rhythm. Second round, he catches his rhythm with with, with Josh Sick, tonight, bro. and I was like, "Oh, this fight just changed." That was awesome to watch in the ring. Look over to you to see your reaction. Like he looks vi- like it's crazy to say vintage, which is nuts because he's twenty four. Yeah. He looked like the TV film that we watched climb the ranks when we we're like, "Wow, this kid is just he's just an entertainer." Yep. You know, he's in there doing things we haven't seen before. He's so fluid. Mm-hmm. He's having fun. He was kind of like clowning Taylor at times, which is insane to think about heading into this fight. And it's just awesome to see. Uh, you know, the kid has gone through so much. And he's one of the fighters that I got to know when he was like 15 and 0, 16 and 0. And none of it is by his own doing. Yes, like he's got a lot on the outside. We're seeing his relationship with his dad. We're seeing now with his wife. Like, yes, some of that is f- to, to put the blame on him, but. A lot. He's dealing with a lot of things for a 24-year-old. For to me, it was nice to see him have that moment. And I, from what I'm seeing on Twitter and some of the reactions, like people are excited to see Tiafimo back. People love a comeback. I have a different take on Tiafimo. I'm a huge Tiafimo fan. He's literally my favorite current fighter to call a fight. Of. Awesome. I've been, I've been, I've called many of his fights on on uh, uh, for Top Rank and for ESPN, and he's my favorite fighter to call because not only is what he does a beautiful thing to watch and I, I i am very into the nuances of of his style and the things that he does that maybe that people don't see um i love the fact that he finds his rhythm he's a rhythm fighter just like i was but he just does it in such a dynamic way he's so yeah. explosive um he, he he's 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 rhythmic and he's smooth but he's also explosive and violent i, I always say when when he finds his r- rhythm with his shoulders and his counter punching it's a beautiful thing to see um but also like He's so chaotic and so wild in terms of his personality. And then there's the flip side that he's such a nice guy. Yeah. He's such a nice kid. He's a really, really nice person. So dealing with that, my fight week with him is always so great because I get to, like, talk to him personally. And then I see all the crazy interviews. And then I see him fight. And then he puts it together. I'm just like, man. Dude, it's nuts, man. It's it, absolutely it, It's wild. a movie. Every time. That's every why week. people are intrigued by him. Like, he, he might not sell a lot of tickets. There were more Josh Taylor fans in his own hometown. There were fans for, for T-Fimo. But at the end of the night, it was loud for T-Fimo. He is intriguing because his life is an open book. And people love that. They love to watch yeah. someone go th- going through it. They love to see someone that can overcome it, like tonight. So there'll be a lot more eyeballs on Tiafimo. I said it. He had a golden opportunity on our, our pre-fight show. He has a golden opportunity to reset his career and and fix it now. Let's see what he does with it. <laughs> How did that guy lose to Cambosis? Like you said, he fights him 100 times. He beats him 99 to 100 times. How did he lose to Cambosis? Worst night of his life. Crazy. Crazy. Absolutely. So what I want to see next for, for Tiafimo are, are big fights. Uh, I think Haney is the natural big one. At 140, if Haney decides to go up it's there. A cool fight. Um, Tiafimo Progre. 
obviously is the one to make between guys that are actually at 140 pounds. Super Matias, like we said, we don't know what the hell that guy's doing. I would love to see him fight. And then there's guys like Jose Ramirez and Barboza Catterall lingering. Gary Antoine Russell with the PBC. That's never going to happen. How about Josh Taylor quickly? Where does he go from here? I mean, 16 months off, looked every bit of that. You know, like the injuries, the poor performance from Catterall. He just got nothing going, man. What do you throw, like 25, 28 punches around? Like nothing. I was shocked. Honestly, I was as impressed as I was by T. Fimo. I was a little bit shocked by how Josh just didn't give anything. And he looked flat. I, it, it's it's hard for me not to blame the weight. You know, it, it's and listen. I mean, he could have just got shut down by a superior boxer, which is very very possible. But mm-hmm. um, he did come on late, so maybe it wasn't the weight. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he was just completely shut out by by Tio's rhythm and 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 his his ability. But I don't know the 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 way he was taking those shots and how he was reacting to them. And he's never been that guy. You know, like he fought pro gray. And Ramirez, both big punchers at 40. Took those shots, no problem. Tio had him wobbled multiple times all night long. Do you think this corner should have threw in the towel? Because No. No. I didn't I didn't I know you said that. I didn't I didn't I didn't see a reason for that. Sure. He was on wobbly legs and weak legs, whatever. But what were the what were the final scores? I thought it was I had it ten ten or ten to two, nine to three. Some two judges had it one fifteen, one three thirteen. I don't know what they were watching. So exactly. So yeah, no. Throwing the towel on a fight that turned out to be close on the scorecards, which is insane. So I had a ten-two for yeah. for Tio. Um, he took a, but my point, he took a beating. Taylor. Yeah, sure, but like He's I don't, I don't think there was ever a point where you could be like, we need to stop this fight. Like I, he would have. Okay, but what's next for him? Like maybe explore that Catterall rematch. That's an easy way to kind of get a get back and I right think or he wrong. Wants to make forty again. I don't this know. is the thing. I was talking to someone with top rank, and they're like, Taylor is. Gotta stay at 140 because he's not getting Spence. He's not getting Crawford. Yeah. And who else is at 147? He's not getting Ortiz, Virgil Ortiz. He's not getting Stanley Onis. I also not getting boots. He, I also don't think he beats any of those guys. Right. So he's not going to maybe not beat them. He's also definitely not going to get them. So his fights are at 140. There's Catterall for him. There's there's ways for him to get back. He is 32 years old and come up with a flat performance. Um, so it's interesting to see what, what Taylor will do after the fight. Uh, he Does was humble. Does anyone care about Catterall besides him? And well, that's the uh, that's the reason I think he never fought Carol's because listen, I'm 32, like I'm going for a TV, I'm going for big fights. Oh, listen, I didn't I didn't knock him. Like, like listen, as a as a warrior, I'm like, oh yeah. come on, dude, you got. But also, I'm like, no, fight. T- t- yeah. When the TV female fight came up, and they were like, and we we talked about it. Oh, what about Jack Carroll? I feel bad for Jack Carroll, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, I get it. You're making right. way more money and a bigger explosion. You're fighting in the garden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I you know I I, I got it, but. I mentioned how I won my parlay. Uh, this episode is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. We just watched a great UFC fight uh, the, tonight. We have baseball going. Uh, we have all sorts of sports. NBA Finals is still going on. So you have, uh, excuse me. So the DraftKings Sportsbook app is the way to go. Um, I made myself rich tonight by doing my parlay. You too can do that uh, by just betting five dollars, and you can get two hundred dollars in bonus bets. Instantly, when you use code IBL only on the DraftKings Sportsbook gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 8878-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Kansas, call 1-800-552-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 Plus. 
in most eligible states, but ages vary by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after insolence. Insolence? Opt-in and and a 10-plus leg required 100% boost. Eligibility wagering and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash baseball terms. We have to read that now. Um, wow. That was a lot. I've probably talked today and socialized more than I ever have in my life. Uh, our party was awesome because I got to go out and talk to our community. He had talk to 70 people, people. 70 plus deep at Jack Doyle's. People that tell me they've been listening since day one. People that said, I love your show. Uh, I love you and Chris. Once Chris came on, I jumped on. Love that. So what a day. Ronnie, do you even have a mic? Yeah. Ronnie is the MVP. No, Ronnie no, twisted no, no, his no. ankle today playing pickup basketball. I did. Call me around. I had to dig deep. He called me around 2 3 o'clock, sounding like he wasn't going to come. Wasn't going to come to the party. Wasn't going to come to the fight. Never been to a fight, a live fight before. We should show the text. We should, we should <laughs> post the text. He called me. I sounded like he was down. I said, Ronnie, find a way. Well, apparently a bunch of people went down. A bunch Whoa, of guys bro. went down at, at, at John Boy. It was a, a, a basketball game gone wrong. It was like a sniper was outside just shooting us <laughs> down. But Ronnie made it. He should have seen him walking through the streets from us to get from MSG to the studio. He was doing some skip and a hop to help his his ankle. That's how I found these guys. I went to my hotel first to grab some things, and I saw a mohawked man doing a hop, skip, and a jump. Whatever he needed. We're here, and he's producing this, this show for us and everyone out there. True. What did you think of your first fight night? Oh, it was... Electric, uh, like everything you guys have said, is it was true. I mean the the walk in, um, the crowd was outstanding, and like they really got on Teal's side quickly because I mean mm. Teal just looks so good, and the the main fight was so much better than the, that. That's yeah, usually that, how it goes. It's so the funny, second. like th- you were like, wow, these guys are like way. This fight's like way better. I'm like, yeah, this is what main events are. Uh, I was like, right. Yeah, the co-main Xander's Zayas was a great performance, no, but yeah. he kind of like Xander's, lingered. Xander's oh, but no, good, this, but this is amazing. I always say that. Like, it's amazing how the under, like, boxing undercards are notoriously bad. It's amazing how they go from bad and like low energy, and then it ratchets us up Dude, like, yeah. to a, an insane level so quick. I, it was like pulling teeth in the in the co-main event. Yeah. I was just like, all right, like this is only the third round. But we were getting through rounds in the main event, like like it was. No oh, it was round five, and you're like, it's already round five. Yeah, like, that's yeah, that's the this, one. You almost, good, yeah. Are, yeah. Yeah. you almost wanted to slow down. Yeah, yeah. You almost wanted to slow down because you're enjoying it so much. The main events, but you had all great night. And who you, who would you like to see? See female fight next. <sighs> Haney. Yeah, I'd like mm. to see Haney. That's uh, a fight. Nah, that's a fight. Like, and we haven't brought up Tank yet because he's like, we never know what Tank's gonna do. Like, you never know what he's gonna do next. He's at one. He's a smaller 135 guy. Like T female's not big for one forty. Mm. That's like my like a dream, T female tank. I like uh, Haney because I like th- their dads. Their dads <laughs> can fight. You know, <laughs> like that could be the undercard. We saw we we brought you to the weigh in. We d- were doing some content and T female and Haney's dad were going at it. Yeah, dads of boxing. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't think Haney's. Uh, I don't think Bill should fight. <laughs> keep the dads out of the ring. Yeah. That's, 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 yeah. Awesome night. Um. We made some new fans at John Boy. Uh, Justin Pennick was there. Joe's was there. Our guy Mike, who's behind the scenes, oh, was a great. John Boy Media is going to turn into a boxing. Yeah, I'll read you we'll Justin Pennick. We're getting rid of the Yankees. <laughs> I'll end yeah. with, we'll <laughs> end with this. This is a text. This is a text from Justin Pennick, who has never been to a fight before, but he did a book report on Muhammad Ali in fifth grade. Oh. Today was absolutely incredible. 
So happy for you. The event was awesome. Those fights were insane and so fun to witness live. Would love to do it again. That's we made a new fan tonight. We make that, one fan every day. We're gonna do it again. Panic, Panic's a good, good guy. Bigger and the better best. next time. Bigger and better. Tiafimo Lopez is back. The 140 pound division is intriguing. Boxing remains on a heater. Keep your hands up at all times. Protect yourselves at all times. Smoke a cigar and wear sunglasses indoors. We're out.